Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we edge closer and closer to episode 300. We've got a wonderful guest for you today. It is Andy Crustinger from the uh, uh, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Editor, and he's here to talk spring sports. Well, the program, Andy. Hey, how's it going? Well, what's going on with spring sports? Uh, well, we are uh, we are really entering the uh, the meat of, of spring sports season, which um, you know, golf, soccer, track, and tennis, and. Um, they jam spring sports into about a month and a half, two months. But uh, once it gets going, it really gets going. So there's stuff every day. So uh, we are, uh, yeah, we're we're at the point where there's something going on every single day, whether it's whether it's uh, golf, tennis, track, soccer, or Iowa fans got some baseball, softball still going on. Um, but uh, so last night I was at some at some soccer. Got to watch uh, the Mount Pleasant. Uh, soccer teams take on TFF. They split. Uh, boys uh, lost three to two, and the girls um, put up eleven goals last night. Uh, the uh, Washington and Mount Pleasant girls soccer teams are looking pretty good. They played each other um, on Thursday, and last year, last year they were the fir- uh, first and second place teams in the conference. Mount Pleasant got first, and Washington got second. And both games went into overtime. They split, and so then on Thursday here. Um, uh, went overtime again. The third time that series went overtime in a row, and uh, Washington pulled out a, a lead there. So they're in the they're in the lead in the SEC as far as girls soccer is concerned. And then um, the Demon Boys uh, gave uh, Thor Madison a pretty good run. The Thor Madison is the defending Southeast Conference champions with a lot of players back, and uh, they gave a pretty good run last night. Uh, Thor Madison won a three to two, so they're still unbeaten in the conference, and they're the heavy favorites right now. But um, but uh, Washington will get home here in a few weeks, so uh, we'll see if they can see if they can pull something out. Yeah, that sounds pretty exciting. Uh, what else is going on? Then we got um, so uh, the next one up is is tennis. Tennis is uh, started um, out of out of our teams, and, and for uh, tennis, it's only the, it's only the two really. It's Fairfield and Mount Pleasant because Washington doesn't have tennis, and uh, uh, you know, the Fairfield girls um, were coming off of. Um, uh, a season last year where they uh, went to state, um, not only went to state, but uh, got a third, third, fourth at, at state as a team and had a bunch of individual success. And, and Fairfield has had uh, just a ton of success in girls um, tennis. They've had um, a, a kid in the single state championship the last uh, three years. One of those years, they had uh, they had two girls going against each other for they got first and second, and. Um, they uh, lost a ton of seniors last year, and um, uh, but they still have Cass Payton, who's a uh, who's one of the, the uh, third singles last year um, in Class One A, and um, and so she's one of the favorites to to go all the way this year again. And uh, but they got a younger team in Mount Pleasant. Uh, Mount Pleasant uh, gave them a, a run last night. Uh, Fairfield beat them five to four in girls. Um, which is, you know, last year it was last year it was nine uh, zero every single time. So Mount Pleasant's really improving. And then um, the Panthers got the Trojans in boys soccer last year. Mount Pleasant is uh, undefeated through a few games here. So uh, a little bit of excitement on the tennis courts. We only had two teams, but um, but a little excitement going on there. Well, the weather's improving. How's that changing uh, the spring sports situation? Well, luckily, last night was the last night was the first night where I really thought it was was nice weather. I'll be going to uh, Fairfield um, Tennis and Track tonight, 
And so I'm excited that it'll be another nice little warm day. But man, it was cold. That well, uh, I, Hunter, uh, my my protege Hunter covered that watch in Mount Pleasant girls soccer game last week, and it was like basically a bowl of freezing and windy and uh, uh, up there in Washington. And so it's been kind of crummy the first couple of weeks, but at least we got a couple of days here of some nice weather. And then hopefully next week it'll it'll get into you know once it really once the sun really gets shining, spring sports can be a lot of fun because. You're out there sitting and watching a soccer game. It's a lot, lot, lot. Uh, it's a lot different when it's 75 degrees versus when it's like 45. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on in golf? Well, um, in uh, golf, you know, they're they're um, the the Southeast Conference um, golf season is a little different this year, actually. Um, in past years, um, each team has had their little schedule and they play. Doors and flying doors and travel around and then have a conference tournament at the end of the year. And then the top, you know, six or whatever in the conference tournament or the, or the all-conference team. Well, this year they decided to have a regular season. And so um, both the boys and the girls are traveling around the Southeast Conference and playing last night. So so basically every single Monday, all five um, or six uh, Burlington um Plays fall fall golf in the in the boys, so they don't do they don't do it the boys. But um, all of the Southeast Conference teams are at the same course every single Monday, and so um, last night um, the Washington uh, girls took care of business down in um, uh, Fort Madison, and the Washington girls are are the the class of the conference by by a lot. Uh, McKenna Conrad and Kaylin Monk run a you know basketball season. If you are a Demon Girls basketball fan, uh, they're a couple of the top golfers in the state right now, and they're leading the demons and um and in boys it is it is competitive between the three um southeast iowa union teams uh the, the first night out um fairfield won their home meet um by two strokes over washington and then mount pleasant was 11 strokes behind fairfield nine strokes by washington so all three of the teams were 11 strokes within each other uh, last night, uh, Washington edged Fairfield, and Mount Pleasant again was right behind them. So the boys' off season is going to be a, a dogfight to the finish. Um, and then, of course, we got we've got some good small schools around here. Whitfield and Union is always good at golf, and, and New London, especially on the girls' side, is always good at golf. So I'm sure we'll have a, a couple of uh, state qualifiers this year. Are there some maybe smaller schools that don't have quite enough to have a team? Are there any combined teams or anything like that? Yeah, not as much in golf because in golf you can just go out there with two players. Um, like like uh, if you go to the, the Super Conference meet, a lot of times the, the teams at the bottom there only have a couple of players. Actually, the Mount Pleasant girls golf team only has two players this year. So you can play with teams you don't score as a team. Um, but, in, in, you know, in soccer, uh, Columbus and Winfield play with each other um, in, in boys and girls. Um, and boys soccer, New London plays with Danville, for example. Um, and girls soccer, New London plays with uh, Mount Pleasant. And um, uh, Mount Pleasant's uh, top player right now is uh, Ellie Manning, who's a New London girl. So um, that's, a, that's a, a big win for that co-op that they have a New London kid that's um, doing really well for him. She scored for, for a goal last night. Um, and so uh, let's see what else. What else is there? Um, trying to run through in my brain here the the soccer teams. So usually soccer you co op track and golf you don't, and then tennis. Um, uh, tennis, I think there are a couple. There are not a lot of small school kids play tennis, but I think there's a couple co ops there that that kind of work out. Um, I know Maharishi has their own team, and, and Fairfield Maharishi is a very good 
tennis program. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, not in golf and in golf and track and stuff, they uh, they they stick to their own uh, school. Yeah. How, how about this Fairfield uh, Maharishi uh, tennis team? They're they're kind of uh, they put out a lot of talent, don't they? Yeah, they always do. Um, you know, they've got uh, um, they they skipped a year. You know, um, well they skipped two years because a couple of years ago they just didn't have enough. Um, kids, I believe that was on the girls' side. They might have skipped uh, boys and girls. That was right before the COVID year. And, of course, the COVID year in 2020, nobody played any spring sports. Um, so they kind of burst back out of the scene last year, Maharishi. They lost a lot of seniors on the boys' side. Uh, on the girls' side, they uh, they bring back the state qualifier and Lily Fenton. Um, she got second at the local uh, regional last year to, to test Peyton, and they both went as, as singles to the state um, tournament. So um, she's one of the favorites to go real far. And I don't know, my race is just so good at tennis. It seems like they rapidly improved. So last year was kind of a weird year where they'd taken a little time off and, and they were just getting their feet back under. And this year um, they came out, their boys team beat, uh, beat uh, Fairfield right away. So, you know, they're there beating those, those bigger schools. And um, uh, yeah, Maharishi is kind of the, the tennis capital of Southeast Iowa, usually them and them and Notre Dame. So they're uh, looking pretty good so far. You know, some schools are known as a baseball school, and some schools are a basketball. Or some schools are known for their football program, but uh, mm-hmm. Fairfield Maurice, that tennis program is uh, kind of the uh, the most recognizable sport that they have going. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, it's funny enough now it is the, it's the only sport where they play as Maharishi. They play other stuff with Fairfield, but uh, it's they used to have basketball and, and stuff like that. But it's their only sport. But they're just uh, they they know how to how to be good at it. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're, they're, they've got some nice facilities and uh, uh, just a lot of tradition. And I, mm-hmm. they, you know, just like some schools have a great tradition in football, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, well, what else we got going in spring sports? Have we talked too much track or? Uh, we haven't talked too much track. And um, track is, you know, obviously pretty, pretty darn uh, important down here. And we have, um, uh, well, just first off, the big schools. Um, the Fairfield girls uh, are probably the most promising of our, our, our Southeast Iowa Union big schools. Just they have so much coming back from last year. Um, their two hurdlers, Anna Dunlop and Kelsey Pesha, could get a ton of points at state this year um, in, in the hurdles and the sprints. And, um, and Kelsey's a good long jumper. And, uh, I mean, they, they were both 100-meter uh, um, hurdle finalists last year. Um, and then from Mount Pleasant, Kenna Lamb's going to be right on their tail. She she made state in the 100-meter hurdles last year. And, and for all we know, we could have three of the six finalists uh, um, running – well, three of the eight finalists, sorry – running here in southeast Iowa. Um, so they've kind of traded on off. You know, so last year the Fairfield girls won the southeast conference and the Washington boys did. Um, and now Pleasant's always kind of been that top track team. And so this year uh, – They've kind of traded wins back and forth uh, b- between each other. And so, um, um, I mean, Washington boys bring back a ton of points, including Elijah Morris, who's a 400-meter dash uh, champion. I, I, you know, he's uh, he's qualified for Drake in a, a couple of events. He, he, he's a good, um, great 200-dasher, too. So he's got a lot of speed over there. Um, Mount Pleasant's Jaden Brumbaugh uh, was the defending Drake Relays. And shot put, uh, girl shot put champion. Uh, so for the Drake Relays and Class 3A, and I mean she's winning meets by 10 feet. You know, it's <laughs> you get the final results and she's throwing it like, you know, 46 feet. And then the second place is, is 10, 10 under that. So I'm throwing it further than a lot of the boys. Um, so she's uh, she's one of the heavy favorites in that event. So and then of course in the small schools, 
Um, the Mid Prairie Girls are always, always so good. Um, they've had the Hostetler families for the last few years, and um, and so they always do so well in the distance. And uh, Mitzi Evans is just killing it in some of those mid-distance runs. I saw her win a 400-meter dash the other day by, like, she she almost could have ran it twice before everybody else ran once. And so the Mid-Prairie Girls will be one of the favorites in Class 2A girls. Uh, New London's looking pretty good in, in 1A boys. Uh, Columbus is looking pretty good in 1A boys. Um, they've got a lot of good distance runners, and so they scoop up a lot of, of points, and they're getting a few in the in the hurdles. You know, Waco's always got some some pretty good hurdlers. So I saw, I saw Waco swept their uh, hur- hurdle uh, – events as far as the the sprint hurdles 100 110 in the shuttle uh, that they're meet the other day so um when, once once that list of state qualifiers comes out here in a uh, you know a, a month or so after that state qualifying thing i think uh, our little page that shows all the state qualifiers for the newspaper might have to be two pages because it's going to be pretty giant this year well i can't tell you how blessed we are here in southeast iowa to have you covering our high school sports because you do it with so much enthusiasm and uh inspiration and it uh you really you, you just have so you're not just doing your job blindly man i mean you live yeah. it and loving it and uh i i uh i just interviewed lee months uh, who was on the fairfield radio station history time yeah. i asked him you know how many hours a day you know did you you know because he had do a morning show you know yeah at six in the morning and kmcd and then he would you know, wind up doing the five o'clock news and maybe a mm-hmm. news report, and then he'd 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 go to Keokuk or something and cover a basketball game. You know, and he'd yep. get back home at twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning. You know, so what what kind of hours is is a uh, is your staff running over there? Uh, well, we run. Well, first off, just to piggyback on that Lee on that Lee thing, he also would the, the and a lot of those radio guys also do like announcements at soccer games. You know, so they're also a PA and stuff. So it's they have a crazy schedule too, but. Um, but the newspaper basically our our morning is we we well it depends on how much we get at night. Honestly, I stay up till the wee hours of night. <laughs> Last night I was up till about three, um, and I also have a, a couple little ones, including a baby. So uh, usually it's it's running back and forth between rocking the baby back to sleep and and doing work. And I wake up uh, about eight, um, try and get the the page out by noon, and then hopefully have a little bit of rest in the afternoon. Not not usually, and then in the spring it's. Uh, it's it's going right out at, at you know three thirty or four is usually what time I'll leave for a spring sport because um, you know so in the spring there will be three things going on at one time and so uh, Hunter and I just split it up you know we decide which towns we're doing that day and um, we head off so for example yesterday I was at a soccer doubleheader in Mount Pleasant and luckily Mount Pleasant's tennis uh, court is right there at East Lake Park at the same complex because Mount Pleasant and Fairfield are playing in, in boys tennis and. Um, and Hunter had to go early to go to the girls' tennis meet yesterday, and then he, he went right to soccer from there. And I'll be going to tennis and track back to back. So we're pretty darn busy um, in spring sports, and we just try and uh, we try and get as many pictures in as possible of the, of the spring sports athletes. So we try and make a promise that if you've got a kid that's on uh, a spring sport, um, that they're going to get their paper or their picture in the paper at some point, you know, in the spring, a couple of times, and hopefully we'll be able to interview them a couple of times, um, um, you know, especially the soccer kids, because we, we usually do post-game interviews for soccer with, with you know, if they win, it's a kid or two, so um, well, that's kind of our, our goal, but we're, we're running pretty uh, thin over there. Well, t- t- uh, you mentioned your partner, Hunter, you know, and we tried mm-hmm. to get him on the program, but he's a little gun-shy uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> about that, but tell me a little bit about him. 
because he seems to work almost as hard as you do. Oh yeah, well he, I mean, and he has the same hours. Uh, in fact, he's uh, we've been a little short-staffed on uh, news lately, so he's been doing a couple. Of, he, he's been having more stories than me this last couple of weeks. Uh, he's great. He he uh, he was hired as a uh, a news uh, reporter, and that lasted just a little bit before I scooped him up and and had him do sports. And um, I uh, used to kind of co-op do it with a, another guy, Doug Brenneman, who's down at, at Fort Madison now. Um, and so Hunter was was new, you know, kind of fresh out of college. He's a New London graduate. Um, we always joke that uh, one of the very first New London boys basketball games I ever covered, uh, Hunter uh, hit the game-winning shot to send it to overtime against Holy Trinity. They ended up losing, but uh, it's just kind of funny that now he's working uh, working with me. But I mean, as, as much as people see me out in the community, he's he's out just as much. He he, he goes out just as many nights as me, and so he's got to work his butt off. And and you know, he's newer at it. So it's it's also you know at least at, at least for me I've got seven or eight years I can sit down and, and punch out a you know a tennis story in a, a couple of minutes you know but he he puts a lot of um, a lot of heart to his stories and he's great to have and, and the community likes him a lot so um, we're we're trying to get his face out there just like mine and um, you know for even for me you know I, I was recognizable in Mount Pleasant. Um, because of being the MP news guy for so long. And then last year was the first year I really did, did Fairfield stuff full time. And, and then Washington's been thrown on our plate. So we're just trying to let people in the community know that, that we got it under control, even with just the two of us and that we'll be at whatever we possibly can. So, um, but a good way to support, of course, is to subscribe. And uh, we got some really good deals, um, for three months, six months, nine months. And the best deal is a year. In fact, we even got a cheaper deal now, um, that if, if you take it right out of your, your uh, debit card, it's cheaper. You get a cheaper year subscription. Of course, I should be able to rattle off the numbers, but I, I don't have uh, quite the brain to do that right now. But, um, um, yeah, we're doing a, a pretty good job in trying to fill the sports page. And, of course, we'll, we'll miss things every once in a while. But, as I said, we're up. Uh, we're usually up till 3 a.m. So <laughs> and then getting back up at 8 a.m. So um, we're, uh, we're doing our best. Well, yeah, you really, and, and you, I appreciate you taking the time to come onto our program and, and uh, inform our listeners. I think a lot of them are the same listeners. And, uh, yeah, I think everybody so. Everybody benefits, but uh, I, I, you know, if you want to keep up on what's going on, period, locally, which it's uh, imperative that you know what's going on locally, uh, mm-hmm. the Southeast Iowa Union is one of your best resources. And we, yeah. we wholeheartedly and full-throatedly endorse uh, the, the product and uh all of your your you and your staff's hard work over there. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Well, let me uh, let me get uh, to ask you about uh, something a little close to my heart there, and that's uh, my alma mater, Iowa Wesleyan. You cover Iowa Wesleyan, and uh, yep. Tell me what's going on in sports with them. Well, they've got so um, it's baseball and softball right now. Um, although they did uh, just hire, they did just uh, hire a couple of coaches. I should probably talk about that first. Um, um, Jake Cato, um, who had kind of stepped into the interim head coaching, uh, men and women's wrestling uh, program. He's a new London graduate. Um, and he was a great wrestler in high school. He, he's, uh, officially been named the head coach over there for the men and women. He was an assistant this year and, and kind of had to thrust into the, the head coaching, um, kind of interim spot. And then, um, Jordan Ashton, um, basically a Mount Pleasant basketball legend, um, the, the leading scorer on their state championship team in 2012, um, and then he played at, at, you know, Northern Iowa and Iowa State and a couple different colleges. Um, he uh, has been named the new Iowa State men's basketball coach. Um, Alex Huseman uh, 
um, resigned after some some good years. He he's been, he was here since I was here. Alex was, and so it was sad to see him uh, move on to the next step. But but Jordan's scooting scooting in there, and so that's kind of a, a, an exciting time for for those programs. Um, right now it's baseball softball season, and I'd say that both of them are uh, kind of embarking on different challenges. The the baseball team's biggest challenge is that they've got. You know, they play about 50 games in baseball and probably 47 of them are, are road games <laughs> uh, because of their conference situation. They just have so many road games, um, you know, which is obviously usually your 50 50. Um, and they're uh, they're about 10, 10 games below 500 right now, which is pretty good for when you play every single game on a road. But, um, you know, they're trying to have a good enough record to get into the top um eight, I believe, for this, the Continental Athletic Conference Tournament. And then once you get into that tournament, anything can happen because you can make the national tournament from there. And then um, the girls lost so the, – the softball team lost so many good seniors last year, including uh, another new former New London stud, uh, Morgan Christner. He's one of their assistant coaches right now. She was the pitcher of the year for the last couple of years, um, one of the best pitchers Iowa Wesleyan's ever seen, one of the best – you know, pitcher of Southeast Iowa's ever seen, and and she graduated last year. So they're trying to, you know, they've got a few uh, different girls that they're kind of rotating in, trying to find that little niche. But they uh, they're having trouble right now, uh, keeping the runs off the board. But um, they'll play uh, tomorrow night. Uh, doubleheader. I forget who they play tomorrow night, but a week from tomorrow night they play my alma mater, Hannibal Lagrange University. So I'll be excited to go out and cover that. So uh, um, they're kind of a little bit of troubled waters for for both those programs for different reasons. Um, but they both play a lot of road games, especially the baseball team, and, and hopefully they can string string through some wins. And as I said, as long as you get into the, the Continental Athletic Conference Tournament, uh, then anything can happen because you win that thing and you're on a national. So, I mean, that's what happened with the, the women's basketball team. So uh, we'll see if we'll see if they can start rattling the bats a little bit uh, more here in the coming weeks. Well, let me ask you, let's talk about the baseball team. We got anybody driving in runs or uh, we got any pitchers that are making some uh, heads turn? Uh, well, what, uh, pitcher, um, Coy Massner, um, uh, who's uh, a relative of the, uh, of the um, Massner basketball uh, players that were still at Iowa Lane. He, he's been having a, a really good season. He, he's usually, um, he'll start um, game one of, of a big doubleheader. Uh, he's, he's dangerous because if you have a, a, a real, real strong pitcher like that, once you get into tournament time, you could just, you know, try and stretch him out, see if he can throw the hole. Um, the whole way. And there are a couple of local kids that play for the baseball team. Corbin Broker from Mount Pleasant uh, um, is, is up there at the top of the order. Um, he bats second for them. And, and the, you know, the bats have been kind of coming for the baseball team a little bit. Uh, they had, they've had trouble just like the softball team, just kind of uh, keeping runners off. Um, uh, the other day they, uh, they uh, um, pitched a combined shutout. I forget who was on the mound for that one, but. Um, they got a lot of kids over there for baseball. You know, college baseball is kind of a wild animal because um, you need a million pitchers because um, you'll have a four-game series on Saturday, and then on Monday you'll play a, a doubleheader, and then Tuesday you'll play a doubleheader, and, you know, your arms your arms kind of run thin there. So a lot of the games are, you know, like 11-7 to 7 or 12-6, to 6, those kind of games. So, uh, But, yeah, I'd say Corn Masters was probably the X factor on if they get into that tournament they can – they can throw him and, and just kind of match up the right pitchers. Maybe they can, uh, maybe they can knock somebody off. No, that's pretty good. Let me ask you something. I, I'm kind of itching to cover uh, a high school golf event. Uh, what, uh-huh. Tell me about an event that's coming up where I can see a lot of uh, teams or, you know, something uh-huh. that would be close and I could kind of 
experience the golf course and the and the country club and the whole uh, the atmosphere there. Yeah, well, I would say, um, well, you probably should go to one of the before the postseason. I would say just going to an SEC meet. The, the small schools are usually playing like triangulars, so um, you know, New London might be playing Lone Tree and and Winfield Mount Union or something like that. Um, and those get over pretty quick. But the the meets right now with the Southeast Conference are kind of like tournaments. So you have all all um, all the teams out there, and they have full teams. So that's six six a piece of this. So there's somebody at ever at a hole at all. You know, if you're sitting at the at hole three, for example, you get to watch a little golf the whole way through. And um, that's what I would do during the regular season. But I mean, the once the once the postseason starts, the the real fun ones are um, the conference meet, the uh, district, you know, the, the state qualifiers and stuff like that. And, um, and the, you know, the probably most fun part about that is not even just like the golf, but it's watching the kids get back and put in their score. And there's this, you know, nail biting period where, where the scores are coming in and you're trying to figure out who's moving on or who won the conference championship or, um, so those postseason meets are real cool, but during the regular season, I really like what the sec is doing. I hope they do this every year where they have uh, every single, you know, where the girls are all at one school and the boys are all at one school and they're all playing together and they get a, they get a, you know, trade punches a, a little bit. And the boys, there's, you know, there's five or six kids that could win that individual medalist honor every single time. So, um, so that's what I would probably do. You get a little, a little more golf action and find a couple of holes that you like, maybe go play the course and then, and find a couple of holes that are interesting to you. And, uh, I usually switch it up because of, you know, the whole taking pictures thing, but that's uh, I, I'd say that I'd take on one of these one of these regular season matches. Mount Pleasant hasn't hosted um, any yet. Washington and Fairfield both have one more to go as far as these these big uh, conference tournaments. So uh, I'd probably do that. Where, where's the next one in Fairfield? Uh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. So I know that Mount Pleasant hosts one on Thursday night. Fairfield just hosted. This this last week they hosted the boys tournament. They've still got a girls tournament coming up, but I, I mm, you'd have to check uh, if you check the Southeast Iowa sorry Southeast Conference IA.org, you you'll get the full schedule. You can click on golf, you get the full schedule. I'm trying to figure out what uh, what order they do it in here. What what time um, what time is the, the one in Mount Pleasant Thursday? Do you have any idea? I believe I believe it starts at four. They almost always start at four. They got to start a little earlier than the other sports. Um, because of the no lights and especially when they got five teams there, because you're, you know, you're sometimes you're waiting on kids to finish up and, and it gets dark, you know, early enough. So usually it's four o'clock. I mean, golf is free. You, you walk into, you know, you walk into the state golf meet and you get in for free. Same with tennis. So, uh, I believe it's same with tennis. Maybe I should double check on tennis, but that's, that's a good thing about golf. You can go watch whatever you want and you're not, you're not paying like when you go to basketball and football games and uh, regular season tennis is for sure, for sure free. So, uh, yeah, uh, four o'clock, just show up and, and sit at a hole and, you know, you can be part of the gallery or you can follow kids around or, or whatever. And, uh, I don't know, we got some pretty good golfers, so it's, it's pretty fun. You can also, what I like to do is I like to kind of scout out, you know, cause, because I have to cover so many meets, but then I can find out which, which, um, which courses I want to play at. Um, you know, there, I, there's been a lot of times where I've, I've covered and needed a place and I've been like, Oh, I want to get out here and, you know, play it. So, um, so uh, that's usually uh, that's yeah, that's probably that would probably be my best advice. There, show up at four and and watch the kids golf. Well, I think I'll show up a little early and just set up and get some interviews. Maybe have uh, somebody that's with the the things call me from different holes, you know, and give us update yeah. on how the how the things going. 
and then generally talk about the golf course and, and uh, you know, how it serves the community. I think that would be a great episode, don't you? Yeah. All right. Well, we've been talking to Andy Kressinger from the Southeast Iowa Union Sports Editor. Uh, we got a, we're down to a couple minutes. You got anything you wanted to say that you didn't get to? I think we lost him. Well, this has been Round Guy the Podcast with news you can use. It won't give you the blues. <laughs>